Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and it is a pleasure as always to be here sharing this space with you all today. In today's episode, we are having a solo episode with yours truly, and today I am sharing my top lessons in both life and business for 2020. Now, everyone, these are literally my favorite episodes to record. It doesn't matter if it's a solo episode or I'm talking to someone else, but reflecting and sharing what I have learned through my experience of life, and I love to do this at the end of every year, these are my favorite episodes. And you know why? Because they force me to sit down and reflect on what I've learned. And I have to say that self-reflection is the most important thing that we can do to give ourselves the best chance of expansion in our life. Why? Because we forget the lessons that we've had. (laughs) And what typically happens is we learn something. We're like, wow, that was really significant. And then we go about our lives and we forget because, you know, we're constantly learning. And so we forget these incredible gems that have really caused us to pivot in major ways. And we sort of end up up like learning them again or being having these come to our attention again rather than really learning them really appreciating them and allowing that new depth of discovery of self-discovery to allow us to go to even greater depths within ourselves. So if there is one end of year practice that you do each year this is the one that I recommend Take yourself with a journal and a pen and ask yourself, what are the top lessons that I have learned this year about myself and about the world around me, which is really about ourselves because we're just reflecting everything. We're all mirrors. The world is a mirror. What we learn in one area is what we're learning in all the areas, which is why life and business is also connected. Grab your piece of pen and without censoring, just write down. Imagine you have an audience in front of you and your life is the only thing they have to learn from. Your life is rich in experiences and you, every single one of you, have learned so many incredible things that simply by recognizing them and sharing them with others is incredibly expansive. So if that's the only end of year process you take yourself through, I I highly recommend it be that. It's incredible. And of course, if anyone wants to take themselves through an even deeper process, which is the exact process that I take myself through at the end of every year, you can pick up a copy of my end of year workbook at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash workbook. I'm sharing 31 exercises to help you reflect on the year you've just had, to help you align with the person you are now, and to help you feel into Uh, the year, the next year ahead and what you want to call into and all of the beautiful things. And I've been taking myself through the process and it's just so wonderful. I love it. And it's just the best thing ever. So LetitiaRinge.com forward slash workbook. Anyway, I digress. I'm here to share my top lessons. Now, I only wanted to share 10, but as I was writing them down, I had about 13. So we'll see. I may just stop at 10 or I might share all 13. But these lessons, like 
honestly, everybody, this year 2020 has just been (laughs) such an adventure, hasn't it? When I think about where I was at the start of 2020 and what I, how I saw the world and how I saw myself, I feel like a totally different person. And I know I'm still the same person and I was awesome at the start of 2020 and I'm still awesome now, just as you are. But I feel like the way I've been able to let go and to allow and really trust, I have just sunk into another level. And also my enjoyment of life, my enjoyment of business and what I've allowed myself to receive and experience has been immense. Like I've shared over on uh, social media that the last launch I just did I have received and I'm still continuing to receive. Now it's more it's more than $80,000 in one launch that has been so incredibly easeful. It's actually incredible. My launches to date in my business that have been around $40,000, right? And so I went into this next launch and I waited until I had the inspiration before I started and I just took it one day at a time. My intention this time was not about bringing in more, although I was open for more, of course. It was to do it again, but do it in a way that is more relaxed, with more ease, with more trust and faith of myself, with more presence. And that intention has really created something so special. I just keep receiving and it really shows that it is about our energy, it, the feminine energy alignment and aspect of creation is incredibly important. It's not about what we do. Anyway, that's a lesson we're going to go into in a moment, but it just, I want to share that here because I, this year for all of us has been putting roadblocks in our way that has forced us to detach from plans. It's forced us to live more in the moment. It's forced us to realize how precious life is. And it, and through that, through that letting go, being forced to let go through the external resistance, it's allowed all of us actually to open up more to receiving, whether that's financially, whether it's through connection and friendship, whether it's through um, allowing other experiences and opportunities or health, whatever it is into our life, this is what 2020 is about. It's about allowing you to let go and to open up more to receiving the greatness and the beauty of life. Now, I know some of you will say, well, there's also been a lot of harshness and hardness about 2020. I agree there has, but why is that a problem? Is that actually a problem or is it just our mind that is making it a problem? Because when we actually see that life is about experiencing, it's not about always feeling amazing. It's actually just about experiencing life that actually takes away some of the suffering, right? Because we suffer through our judgments. We suffer through our expectation and our attachment to plans that everything needs to go beautifully and easily and according to plan. But can the ease be created through simply allowing yourself to be present with whatever is, 
right? Without judgment. So, okay, something is actually really hard and making me feel uncomfortable versus something feels really easy and is making me feel really great. Can we experience both of these experiences and see them as these are fine? Everything's okay. It's exactly as it needs to be. And I will be okay that this is okay. Can we experience both of these seemingly completely different experiences and still give them the presence and still remind ourselves not to judge? If we do that, half of the suffering goes away, right? But we're here to experience both of these things because challenges are what helps us to pivot, to find new possibilities, to find new layers within ourselves to help us to make those changes and pivots and course directions. So this year, yes, lots of contrast, but the ease can be found in allowing ourselves to be in the contrast without judgment. And I know that this is kind of a hard one to get our minds around because the mind does not like that contrast. But I'm telling you, this is what we've had to learn this year, because the more that we say life should be different to the way it is, or the more that we look for reinforcement of why everything's falling apart and is awful, the worse we feel, the more that we're able to be like, well, hang on a second here. What is this circumstance allowing me to learn about myself and the life around me? Or how is this helping me to course correct and see something differently? And how can I just allow space for this situation to be there and for it still to be okay? When we occupy this perception of what's happening around us, we find new depths within ourselves. We, we are able to discover something new and that's a, that's a beautiful thing. That's a rich thing. So this year, while there's been lots of contrast has also allowed us all to open up more, to let go more, to allow more. And through that, as we are already seeing, so much innovation and creativity will happen. So we will all evolve personally and as a collective. And um, and and so there's just this has been such a rich ground for all of us for, for lessons in 2020. So again, I highly recommend you take yourself, get a pen and a notebook, and really look at what you've learned about the world around you. We, we've also learned that it's a post-truth era, right? Like there's so many truths existing at once and they can all be true and none of them can be true. And this is a really hard thing for also our minds to understand because it wants to put us in a box, you know, pigeonhole us and identify and define us. And that's just not what life is about. Life is all about the polarity. We're here. Can we be okay to live completely in the mystery and at the same time have things that we think are absolutely true, right? Like everything's being put into question, but because of that, it's allowing us to let go and relax and allow more, right? So really interesting Anyway, everybody, none of these are my top lessons, although they are all connected. So let's go into lesson number one for 2020. I, this moment was so significant to me. I, it was so huge. Oh, and I also wanted to say, so 
It's fascinating for me to think about because at the start of 2020, I was sitting in Cambodia. Remember that, everybody? (laughs) I was in Cambodia living um, there with Lou and, you know, we, we thought, well, what are we going to be doing this year? Are we going to keep traveling? Are we going to go back to Australia? Are we going to go move somewhere else? And in February, we had this beautiful flow that led us to coming back to Sydney. And then immediately me coming back to Sydney, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to get out of Sydney again, which seems to be what happens every time I come back. And then I went to the US and I was over in the US while the pandemic escalated and New York went into a state of emergency. And so I saw from the perspective of the US, this coronavirus and everything that was happening and it was utter pandemonium. And I was able to really feel calm and safe amongst all of that. And it was so fascinating for me because also I had this desire to maybe one day live in the US and going back and experiencing everything from this um, in the under these circumstances, it, I had a very different perspective of the US, which was great for me because actually the purpose of my trip was not to go to the conference that I went for. I really believe the purpose was to allow me to see that actually what I want for myself is is well, where I want to live is actually somewhere different. And to sort of close that that open door that I had that was not allowing me to settle in other places, which that and no judgment to the US, it's an incredible place, but just that I got the information I needed to close that door, which allowed other doors to open for me, which I think is really interesting. And then I came back to Australia and then was forced to stay in Australia when I really wanted to be somewhere else. But because I didn't have the option to go anywhere else, I let go and I allowed and I was able to really um, anchor here and, and create roots and just and relax and, and, and discover uh, other aspects of myself and really uh, step step deeper into this feminine energy. And it was because of all of this external resistance. So that was actually, even though it might be something that someone would say, well, that sucks that you didn't get to, you know, travel and do the things that you had planned. Actually, it allowed me to make new discoveries about myself, about what I actually wanted. So the external resistance was great in that regard. And then here I am at the end of 2020, and now I am exploring moving to another place and traveling again. And I have no idea what's going to happen because the obviously we're living day to day. Uh, So I'm allowing myself to be in the mystery. I hope to be in the UK for a period at the start of 2021, but we will see. Uh, But nevertheless, there's this my at the in when i was in cambodia i really wanted to know where i was going and i really wanted to you know have a, a plan for where i was going to be and now here i am at the end of 2020 and i have a loose plan of where i'm going to be but most of all i have no plan i'm just allowing myself to live in the moment and i'm totally okay i'm okay for all the plans to change i'm okay to do, go somewhere completely different that i never anticipated i'm okay to stay where i am you know so there's this level of trust and faith in the mystery and this new level of um, 
of presence, which allows me to be okay with the situation and the circumstances that I'm in no matter what. And because of that, it's also allowing me to expand and grow in a way that I haven't been able to before because I'm allowing myself to go with the flow, right? I'm allowing myself to find new possibilities that I just didn't know were there. And although these are principles I've been practicing for many years now, this year has forced me to deepen into this in a much bit deeper way. And it's been incredible. So I digress. There is the year and the year in review in terms of where I've been and some of the little lessons along the way. But let's go into my top lesson for 2020. This moment was so special. I was uh, sitting in my bathroom. I was worried about something silly that was happening, that my mind wanted to control and wanted it to be different to what it was. Something was happening in my business. I can't even remember what it was. Anyway, I was sitting in my bathroom and I started crying. I was frustrated. And then I had this moment where I realized that, oh my gosh, I am worrying about nothing because there are never any problems. And this is the lesson number one. There are never any problems. And especially when it comes to our businesses, anything that's going on in our businesses is not a problem. Our mind is what creates the problems. It looks at the world through problems, spotting them, seeing them everywhere. So to my mind, there was a problem. But I had this complete realization in that moment, a remembering that that is an illusion, that actually that's a mind created problem. And really, there isn't any problem here. So I'm sitting here causing myself to be uh, upset and causing myself to be stressed about something that doesn't even exist. And while this, the words themselves don't convey how huge this realization was, this was so incredibly significant for me because in that moment, I had a shift in my perception, right? That's a miracle, a course in miracles, a shift in perception. I had a miracle occur. I was able to immediately see the truth and see my circumstances differently. This realization for me allowed me to relax so deeply in my business and just to bring in so much more ease. And it was through simply realizing that there is never a good excuse to worry about my business. There's never a good excuse to be fretting over a perceived problem because it doesn't even exist. And there's definitely never any reason to feel stressed, to feel, to experience this, you know, anxiety, this uh, frustration around the business. I just needed to see that it just exists and I get to have fun with it. And that's what I'm here. That's the intention, right? Like any problems that are being created are not actually there in reality. It's just something my mind is doing to like create some fun. It's a mind fun, which isn't really fun to me. So this realization was so incredibly significant. And I tell my clients all the time, there's not a problem here, right? No problems. Your mind is making up a problem that isn't actually there. And if if we can all see this, not only in business, but in the rest of our lives, it, it just means that whenever you're sitting there worrying about anything, 
it's it's a complete waste of time, right? Like we don't need to worry. And it and when you realize that, it just creates so much more space for the ease that we all want, right? So there's the choice in every single moment for you to remember that there isn't actually a problem here. And to allow that ease, right? So ease is not created through solving all of the problems. Ease is created through recognizing that there are no problems. That's a quotable, I think. (laughs) So anyone, everyone, that was a huge moment for me. There are never any problems, and especially when it comes to our businesses. The second lesson I had in 2020 was really recognizing in a much deeper way than ever before that it really is never about what we do, that it is all about our energy. Now, I have said this before and I've known this before, but this year I really experienced it because of my circumstances and especially because of my physical energy. One of the things that I have um, the, an experience I've had this year is I wanted to just like up-level my health. So I went to a holistic doctor and I did all of these tests and there I found out that I actually have this gut issue, this bacteria um, called SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And so I went through this healing protocol that ended up um, meaning that I didn't have as much energy because I actually wasn't consuming as many calories and my body was trying to get rid of this bacteria, which kind of like fights off. It uses your system to fight off the bacteria, which makes you feel a little bit more tired and drained because, you know, the energies, the body's using all this other energy. And so with that tiredness and still having my business and all of the things that I needed to do, and then equally feeling tired just from the world being so different and consuming, you know, the news and circumstances changing and and the body needing to come up to speed with everything. That's why, for instance, everyone, when, when you travel, you feel tired more because your body is dealing with a new environment. It's the same for this year. Our body is processing everything that's happening in the world and so we're just all more tired. So because of that lack of energy, that lack of that needing to allow myself more space and relaxation, I was forced to focus on more space and relaxation, relaxation in my business. And so, as I've mentioned before, it forced me to push the edges of what was possible, really allowing me more rest and relaxation and more like lightness and play than doing in my life and in my business. And because I was forced to do that, I was really forced to see, okay, if I really focus on conserving my energy and taking care of myself, will everything still exist and get by? Will I still be able to show up for my business and all of my clients and all everyone in my community? And will I still be able to make money and receive? And actually the answer was yes. And in fact, even more than you already were receiving. So that has been an incredible thing for me. And it's also been an incredible uh, lesson that I have seen taking place in all of my clients too. So it's never about what we're doing, right? Of course, 
if you if you don't take the inspired action when you receive the inspiration and the download to move forward and you don't ever take any action, that's not going to create the results that you want either. But the number one thing that you need to do is really focus on your energy alignment. Am I open to receiving? Am I allowing myself to have this next level of whatever I want? Am I really feeling full up? You know, am I focusing on giving, allowing myself to have the energy so that so, so that I actually have energy to give from this place of satisfaction rather than from this place of resentment? Yeah. So the energy has become so incredibly important and I'm really excited to deepen into this even more in 2021 and especially with everyone that I'm working with in all of the ways we're working together. This energy opening and alignment is, I believe, the most important thing that we can do. And so I have all of these beautiful practices that I've been doing that have nothing to do with the actual output and it's been incredible. People, I'm just constantly surprised every day. People just show up in my space and they're like, Hey, I want to work with you. And, or, Hey, would you like to do this? Like just things are happening. All of these opportunities are just coming to me because my energy is so magnetic, right? And it's because I've been focused on my energy alignment, conserving my energy, allowing people to come in rather than going out and doing more things. And that is incredible. That's so incredible. So it's always about our energy, not about what we do. The third thing that I've learned in 2020 is all about uh, responsibility. So what's really interesting is actually now that I'm doing my human design reader training, I discovered that I actually have one of the gates, which is all about a fear of responsibility. Now, whatever in your human design chart, wherever you have a fear of something, like there's a positive flip side of everything. So my fear of responsibility, the actual positive flip side of that is I also am able to see the potential, right? In others, I'm able to see the highest version of myself and others. And so I realized this year that, and I've had realizations about this at various stages along my business journey, that I had this fear of responsibility. And I'm, this is mirrored in my clients who show up who generally tend to have this fear of responsibility too, feeling like taking on more responsibility is actually going to take away their freedom. And so part of my what I'm here to teach others and also learn for myself is that actually we can, the more responsibility we take for ourselves, the more freedom we actually experience. And the more we allow others to be responsible for themselves, the more freedom they will also experience. And also the more we're able to really tap into our higher selves and, and our potential. So that has been a really big lesson for me this year that my fear of responsibility, which shows up in all different ways, is stopping my growth because the more that I grow, the more I felt I would need to take on more responsibility. But actually, the more I grow, the more I'm able to respect and see the sovereignty in both myself and every single person that I work with. So the more responsibility that the the more that I open up to receiving more actually doesn't require me to give more. It requires me to see more the responsibility and sovereignty in others and in myself. 
And this has been so huge because I really wasn't aware of how much this unconscious fear of responsibility was showing up in my life and stopping me from wanting to receive more money, from wanting to allow more people into my community, from allowing me to be in my power, right? To really own my gifts. And I know that so many of you will resonate with this as well. So it's really about we are all capable of looking after ourselves. We all have the answers inside of ourselves. We can't take away our the lessons that our clients are here to learn, right? I had a beautiful inner voice session with one of my clients who said, don't take away people's soul fragments. And it was such a huge realization for me because I realized, yes, you know, sometimes, and you'll all know this as coaches and healers, we will have people that we're working with and we can see like, just do this or just, you know, you can see the problem and you want, you want to tell the person that. And and this actually is in life as well with friends and family, but you, the more, as much as you try to tell someone that this is, this is, you know, what you're seeing, that person has to experience and learn that lesson for themselves. And, that is way more powerful. So when you actually just sort of relax and allow people to experience those lessons for themselves, knowing that they will experience the lesson for themselves and not trying to like force them like with the timing that you think is great, the more you respect divine timing, the sovereignty of your clients, the sovereignty of yourself, the more you actually allow yourself to grow because no longer do you have that fear that, well, um, the more that I take on, the more responsibility, the more I have to hold and, and do for others. It's, it's not about that. It's about actually letting, letting yourself go. So there's a couple of different aspects to this lesson, but in a nutshell, my lesson was that that fear of responsibility was stopping my growth and actually growth didn't require more responsibility. Growth required more respect of sovereignty. Yeah, it's a good one. It's such a beautiful one. So that has been super, super powerful. My fourth lesson for 2020 was, and this has been so fun. So also again, with human design, learning about myself, one of the channels, I've got two channels in my chart, and one of them is all about what Genizo, who is who I'm learning human design reading from, calls conscious competition. So actually, Part of what I'm here to do is that I see the potential in others and I see the potential in myself. And so I am here to encourage conscious competition between like between ourselves, but like with ourselves mostly. So it's about, I want to, uh, the only person I compare myself with is myself. And the only person I'm ever comparing my, the people in my life with and including my clients is themselves too. And so I will see, Hey, like, well, you could try this. Have you thought of this? Like I can, I see the potential in others so clearly. And sometimes I would feel bad about that. I'd feel like, oh, I feel like I'm nagging, for instance, my partner when I say like, hey, like try this. And, and you know, you have like, can't you see this? There's this that you could be doing. Like you have this beautiful gift and, or, you know, take care of your health or whatever it is. And I'd feel like I was kind of nagging. And, but actually 
That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to share with people what I see in them because that is part of my purpose and my power. And also recognizing that that is healthy. We need people to help us have that sense of conscious competition, not to compare ourselves with each other and say that someone is better or worse, but all but to activate and to allow that um, that power, right, to allow ourselves to be in our power. The other thing is, is that there is great opportunities for uh, for competition between us in cases where we don't judge one another as, you know, better or worse, but as in who's the best person for the job, right? And that's something that I love about human design because it really shows you there are there is a, uh, a place for every single person on a team, right? Like when it comes to creating anything and especially big things like businesses, there are going to be aspects of the business where there's going to be a person who's best suited for a role and and there will be different roles within that organization. And together we work together and have this like beautiful coverage of like all of the all of the different aspects of the business. But sometimes we don't know that we are good at something or that we have this natural ability for something until we try it, right? So there's this level of needing to experience something and then decide, oh, am I the right person for the job? And so that is actually part of my purpose. And so this learning has really allowed me to have a different view of competition, because I'm the sort of person, if I feel like I'm in competition with others, it just makes me give up. If I'm running and someone and I and I'm racing someone, like say I was in a race, which I never would be, I would actually just give up with usually if someone's like way ahead, that would just throw me off. But if I focused on myself and I was like, I'm just going to focus on staying in the race, right? Or I'm going to focus on maybe improving my stride or feeling more easeful when I'm running, that would motivate me to keep going. So I have really seen that that competition with myself is great, but also recognizing that that other person who might be ahead is also super inspiring, right? Because they're showing me what's possible. But for my own motivation, I need to focus on comparing myself to myself. You see what I mean? But when it comes to maybe who's the best the best runner for something that where we need the best runner, maybe it's that other person who's better, right? doesn't mean that I'm not good, but it means that that person might be the better person for the job. And there's something else that I'm contributing, right? So I've really looked at competition in a different way and recognized that part of my zone of genius and how I serve my clients, which is really beautiful because this is also what was reflected back to me by um, our mistress, my members for 2020, something that they saw in me was my ability to really see them. And when I see someone's potential, I'm seeing not only the amazing strengths that they have, but also the things that we consider weaknesses, because I actually think that they're strengths as well, right? And when we're not good at something, that's good because then we're not going to bother with doing it all the time unless we love it and enjoy it. But they're great, right? Because it creates space. So this like really seeing our potential is not about always having to be the best at everything. It's about seeing what you're great at, but also what you're maybe not great at and what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy, which allows you to focus and create space and contribute in a way that's actually meaningful for you and all of us. 
So that has been a really beautiful lesson of mine. And I encourage all of you to really allow yourself to to look at yourself and to look at, well, what what am I really amazing at or, or where am, where do I need support? Right. Cause that is just an opportunity for someone else to provide that support and for you to learn from others, which, you know, gives a role to other people, which is amazing. The fifth thing that I have learned in 2020 is that it is safe to be wealthy and to hold space for lots of people. This was a big realization. So I have had the discovery this year that I have had a belief on some level that's been unconscious, which is now conscious, that it is not safe for me to be wealthy. And that began at the start of the year. I knew that I needed to start talking about money because it's obviously an important part of business and it's something that I've worked on a lot and have expanded a lot on, but I felt really uncomfortable talking about money. And as I've gone throughout the year, I've realized that that fear of talking about money has come from a fear of actually having money, of what that means if I'm wealthy. And it's been less about what other people will think of me, but just how having money might expose me. And so I've really had to work on allowing myself to have money and to open up to receiving more money while feeling safe. And this is something I've been doing on a, on a conscious level, reminding myself that it's safe for me to be wealthy, uh, but also looking at how the more money I have connects to the more people I'm holding space for. And so also recognizing that there was that that responsibility piece coming up, I felt that the more people I hold space for, like the less control I have. And so that felt really unsafe for me. But if I recognize that sovereignty piece, then the more I hold space for more people, that actually has nothing to do with me um, needing to control more because I am here to recognize the sovereignty of every single person. So it's actually not about holding more and being responsible for more and in control of more. It's actually about just opening more, allowing more people to be there. Right. And this has been a huge thing. So I have, that's a big piece of energy alignment too. And I've done lots of energetic practices to support me with this, but I, I, um, I anticipate that a lot of you too might have this unconscious uh, happening for you as well. This fear of the, that it's not safe to be wealthy and that holding people is also not safe for whatever the reason is for you. So really allowing myself to to recognize the sovereignties in others and the sovereignty within myself and that, you know, money is just an energy exchange and really allowing myself just to be in the energy of holding, holding more people and holding more money while feeling safe has really allowed me to open up and receive more. And that has been huge for me in my business. So that's definitely something we'll be focusing on together um, next year in all of the different ways that we'll be working together. The next big lesson I've had is about proving myself. Now, this is one I've been having lots of lessons about for many years since I've been into this self-development, but proving has come up in a new way this year for me. And this was through my menstruality leadership training. So I really realized that I was trying to creatively prove myself. And the way that I have the, had this realization was that 
every cycle that I was having, I kept rushing out of the gates after my inner winter, like needing, feeling like, oh, you know, I've rested and relaxed during inner winter and I'm so excited to work on my projects. And so I want to get started as soon as possible. And that I had, there was this like time, right? Time is running out feeling. And I realized that this was actually connected to a need to prove myself creatively, a need to like, what would it mean about me if I wasn't creating? And so I started playing with a really allowing myself to stretch to stretch the limits of what felt comfortable when it came to that crossover from inner winter to inner spring. Could I allow myself a slower transition? Could I allow myself even the possibility of not needing to create anything that month and just see what happened? And so this has been really beautiful because I didn't realize how much pressure I had upon myself until I let go of the pressure, right? Until I gave myself that space to play with. So now rather than rushing out of the gate during inner winter, there's more of a maturity when it comes to that transition and and my expectations of myself creatively. So I have experience my inner winter. I usually take five days off to just be by myself and and I'm still doing things, but it's more like dreaming and receiving and journaling and doing things behind the scenes. And then as I feel that natural shift of energy as my uh, hormone levels start to rise, instead of rushing in and doing all of the things, I just take it slow. I just take it easefully. And the same as I transition into inner summer, I've just allowed myself more of an ease because there's nothing I need to prove. There's nothing I need to do. My energy is just going to naturally carry me. And it does. And this has allowed myself not to feel like I'm losing myself throughout the cycle. Sometimes in inner summer, I felt like I would just get so, so big and so carried that I'd lose myself and I'd lose that anchoring. And then as I went into inner autumn, I'd feel like it was sort of, there would be boundaries that I crossed that I would then be angry about that I needed to, you know, then um, face up to. So there's been this greater sense of, I don't need to prove myself creatively. I don't need to prove anything. Time is an illusion and I'm just going to be carried anyway, right? Like the cycle is going to carry me. And this has allowed so much more ease when it comes to everything I've been creating and just more of a sense of trust, right? I can really trust where my energy's at. And so that has been a really big lesson for me in 2020 as well. The next thing I wanted to chat about is claiming my desires. So this has been super significant this year. This year, this realization has come in relation to my relationship with my partner. So I have realized that I have been I had been looking at what was possible for me in my life through the lens of what I saw as possible through my relationship with my partner and looking at you know what does my partner want and then therefore how can I squeeze my dreams into what I think will be possible in this life that we've created together. And I realized that actually I was abandoning myself by doing that. 
And there was a there was a reason, like a positive reason of why I was doing that. I was doing that to protect myself from a mind point of view because I was scared about really claiming what I want and taking those leaps and, and those inverted commas risks for myself. So as a way of avoiding myself being in my power, really stepping into the unknown and really taking responsibility for my decisions, I was looking at my life through the lens of what's possible in the relationship so that I would avoid all of these things. This year, because I was getting super frustrated because I wanted things that, that are different to what my partner wants, I had to start looking at well, where am I actually, what do I actually want? Am I actually claiming what I want? And am I willing to allow myself the freedom and our relationship to have the space and freedom to support the things that I want and also to support the things that my partner wants? And so this has been super fascinating because at at first I thought that there were two options, either we're in the relationship and we're both not satisfied or we're not in the relationship. And then again, both not satisfied because of course we want to stay in the relationship. And this is honestly where my brain goes. And this is where all of our mind goes for pretty much everything. Whenever there's all or nothing thinking, that's the mind. It's not the truth, right? Because we live in polarity. That is the truth. So this year has been about me being able to claim my desires and explore possibilities that I had never seen before, simply because I was looking at the world through this all or nothing thinking. And this is what has led me to this greater sense of freedom. And now that I'm here and it's 11-11 as I'm recording this, this greater sense of freedom in my life, because now we, my partner and I have come up with solutions that will allow me to live the life that I want and for him to live the life that I want. And yes, there will be times where we can't have, you know, the whole thing, the whole enchilada, but we can allow ourselves to have a relationship that might look different, but that will allow both of us the freedom to realize our individual full potential. And by doing that, we have so much more to give to the relationship anyway. So part of my, uh, I want to travel overseas and do some things and, and my partner wants to do things differently. Um, that is going to mean me potentially doing some of these things on my own. And I really thought, well, that just means it's a disaster for our relationship. How can we do that? But the real question is, well, why can't we do that, right? What? Why am I making that mean something about the relationship? And why was I scared to claim those desires? And it really was because I was scared about allowing myself to do the things that I want to do. And that has been a huge realization. So energetically, when I had that realization, which has come in moments throughout the year, but when I really allowed myself to be like, all right, I'm moving and I'm going to be moving by myself and we're going to have some time where we're not going to be living together and that's okay. When I made that decision, honestly, that is when I started really receiving way more in my life as well. And so That's why we have to look at our lives as a whole always, because the decisions that we make in one area affect us everywhere. And energetically, I had been blocking myself from receiving more in my life and in my business because that fear of responsibility 
was showing up here as well, right? And um, and that fear of the unknown. So by the, the moment I made that decision that I'm going to do this no matter what, and even if I don't end up going there when I think I'm going to go there, it doesn't matter. I have already energetically opened up and up-leveled and stepped up anyway. And that's why when like, I always let everyone know um, when people say that when people sign up to work with me, the up leveling begins here. You've made the decision now. So actually, this is the most important part of the whole process. You will now start receiving. So start looking out for what you're receiving and let me know what you receive because I can't wait to hear because it's about the energy, right? Not about what we do. So that has been one of the most incredible realizations I've had. The next one I wanted to talk about is really recognizing that I need to honor my unique unique way of doing business. And of course, if I honor my own unique way of doing business, this also means honoring my client's unique way of doing business and also every single person in my life, their unique way of living their life. Now, this really came through recognizing this within myself because this year I've worked, I've invested a lot into my business. I've worked with some really amazing experts, particularly um, experts in creating seven-figure businesses and multiple six-figure businesses. And I've worked with a lot of different marketing experts to help me improve these areas of my business. And, um, And so there's lots of different, you know, recommendations that have been given to me, but I have had moments throughout the course of my business where I've just felt like I always love to try things. I like to like try things. I think that's important because we don't really know until we try it, whether it like how we feel about things. And I also know that it's not the thing I'm doing that is right or wrong. It's about the timing, et cetera, et cetera. What I've realized this year is that Yeah. So now I have all these amazing techniques and things that I can use, but unless I am aligned at the time of actually doing those things and they feel fun, then it's not worth me doing it. And I already knew this, but I've really like trusted this so much deeper this year. So for instance, like I, the, um, with my launches, it's really been when I've just allowed myself to show up when I felt inspired and allow myself to trust the way that I want to show up, um, which has been like through holistic business month. And earlier in the year, we did a similar make a difference and thrive challenge. And I've just allowed that to evolve, right. And, and to be created on a day by day basis. I had no idea that holistic business month would end up being what it was. And had I known I was going to sign up for all of these things, it would have felt really huge, but I just took it one day at a time and I allowed it to evolve. And then that allowed me to draw on the different techniques and things that I've learned when it felt fun to do so. And so my path, my launch and my path of getting there each time has been completely unique to me. And it's the same for all of you. When you take things one day at a time, you allow your unique way of creating things to be it just experienced and witnessed. And that is the best thing that we can do because we're in the present moment and it's not about what we do. It's about the energy. So it's about the inspiration. So I'll be like, oh, I'm inspired to send an email to everyone today about this particular topic. And then that is so much more powerful than me being like, I need to have a 10, a 10 plan, um, 
a 10 step plan for my emails and take people through something super specific. Yes, it's great for me to learn what I'm taking people through in terms of a marketing perspective. But then once I've learned it, I can draw on the aspects that are actually relevant in real time based on my inspiration. So see, like it's great to learn the techniques, but then it's about allowing ourselves to trust the inspiration and our self-sovereignty in the moment. So I'm so proud of myself for really being like, I don't need to have all of these things sorted out before I go into a launch. I don't even need to like know that I'm in a launch to have a really successful $80,000 plus launch. You know, it's just It's just um, created itself. It's evolved and it's because I've trusted my unique path. And that's exactly what we have to do for each other and what I must do for my clients as well. So, and, um, and human design has really helped me with that too, you know, learning more about that because it allows you to see the differences in, in each person that you work with and what is unique for them. So I'm so excited to really be reading everyone's charts and diving into that in 2021 as we work together and, um, and really feel into what your unique strategy is, which really brings me to my next lesson, which is all about taking it one day at a time. So this is life. This is business. This This is like with my move, whether I'm going to be visiting the UK and Europe or not, one day at a time. Every day I'm having new information. If I really get attached to what the what's happening, you know, each day and and then using that to decide what I do, then that's going to be like a bit of a bumpy ride. Right. Because I have no idea what's going to what it's going to be like the week before I meant to move. I'm just taking it one day at a time. I'm just, you know, going to make decisions one day at a time with the information that I have without being attached to the full plan. And that's all we can do in our businesses too. One day at a time. What is the best next step in my business today, right? And follow that inspiration because, you know, when we think, okay, I need to do this perfect plan, we think it's all like connected to time, but time is an illusion. So if you plan things, I still believe planning is so important. You can sit there and you can plan and get into what a possible way of doing things could be. But then once you do that, then you have the learning and the information. So now you can just be out in the world, trusting your inclinations because you will draw on the aspects of the plan at the perfect divine timing if you trust your inspiration. And then any parts of the plan that don't need to be acted on will just be left. And that's okay. That doesn't make the thing. Like sometimes my clients think, oh, well, I did this one thing and it didn't work out for me. Like I tried it and I didn't like the way it felt or I didn't need to use it and I had the results anyway. So then that thing means that like, that's not something that I, that I should ever use, but it's just that it wasn't used that time, right? Like, cause it's not about the things that we do. So you can still draw on those things. You may be inspired to draw on those things again. So don't throw everything out. Just allow yourself to be open. So taking things one day at a time is like the best thing we can do with every single um, aspect of our life and in our business and doing that without being attached to what's going on on that day to day basis, too, because, you know, the mind is then like, oh, well, then I want to do the same thing tomorrow. But no, maybe tomorrow it's actually going to be the the course of action, the inspired course of action is going to be something different. And we've got to allow ourselves to be open to that. Now, the 10th thing that I want to talk about today is um, allowing ourselves to live in the mystery. 
So what is fascinating is that at the start of 2020, some of the intentions that I set that I shared with all of you was that I really had this desire for security. I really wanted to have financial security in the way that I was like setting up my finances. I wanted to have more of a home and a stable foundation in where I was living. I wanted to have just like security was a big thing, like more routines, more groundedness, like because I'd had so much (laughs) freedom and flexibility for the year before. And actually my learning this year about security has been that security comes in allowing ourselves to be completely okay with living in the mystery and the unknown. So isn't that fascinating? At the start of the year, I thought that security meant all of these different things and that I could find them in all of these different ways. But actually through that intention of embodying security, I discovered security in the complete unknown. It's really about living in the mystery and allowing yourself to be okay living in that mystery with all of the unknowns. That's where we find security when we allow ourselves to be okay with not knowing, with not knowing where it's all going to go. And that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. You have all the power when you allow yourself to be there. Okay, everybody. So we are now at the one hour mark. So I did have three other little ones, but I feel that this is the best place to wrap up this conversation. There are my top 10 lessons for 2020. So these have been kind of random musings, but also incredibly powerful. These things that I've learned have changed my life and have led me to being here at the end of 2020, feeling so much more ease and space in my business, feeling so much more freedom, even though on the outside, it looks like my freedom's being diminished because I can't actually physically move anywhere and, you know, things have changed, but I actually feel a greater sense of freedom because it really isn't about our circumstances and what we do. I've allowed way more abundance into my life. It's been so incredible and I will continue to allow more abundance into my life in 2020. I'm so excited for all of the people that I'll be working with and supporting in 2021. If it's you listening to this right now, we are in for such a treat. I'm so excited for all the magic we're going to create together and for you to just have an incredible business journey and so much fun, right? Because fun is how we relax and allow. And so Yeah, this year, it's been intense. I know there's been lots of learnings, but it's been, I really believe, the best thing for all of us. So my beautiful friends, let me know what resonated with you most in today's episode. Take a screenshot of you listening to this and tag me at Letitia Ringe over on Instagram stories or feel free to share in our Holistic Business Community Facebook group. And I also want to direct you to episode 75 if you want to know how to conduct a year in review and tap into your inspiring vision for your business. That was an episode I recorded last year. If you would love to take yourself through my 31 day end of year process for my life and business, go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash workbook and you can order a copy of the same process that I take myself through. And I also want to let you know, I have two new pages on my website. One is a page for all of you who are starting your business, and it's going to show you how I can support you in 2021. 
So you can go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash starting and you'll find the two ways that I can support you in 2021. If you'd love to sign up and work together in 2021, you have that possibility there. And then the second page are for those of you who already have a business and are growing your business. I also have a new page that shares with you two ways that I can support you in 2021. So head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash growing to discover what those opportunities are are. And if you are called and excited about working together in 2021, as you continue to grow or start your business and make money, which is just so amazing. I love that I support people to make money and that I will continue to do that in 2021. If that's something that you feel excited about and you'd love to work with someone like me who really values the ease, fun and flow, we will just have an absolute blast together. So you can find all of that at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash growing, or you can just head over to my website and you'll see the services page and you'll find links to both of those pages there. All right, beautiful people. So I am on holidays when you listen to this and I won't be returning back to the office until the 17th of January. I'm super excited. I wish you all a beautiful end of year. Um, I wish you such a happy time, a relaxed time. And I'm so excited for you all to do your own reflections on what you've learned this year. Let's continue celebrating one another and being here for one another. And most of all, Just continue being you. All right, my beautiful friends, I'll talk to you again soon. Lots of love. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letitiaringe.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business Beautiful. I'll see you there.